Manchester City and Liverpool had a great game on Sunday night, and this very competition mattered a lot to the title race of Premier League this season. The two sides exchanged four goals and ended in a draw. The result has not changed the situation, but it further cut both teams' space to make any mistake in the following games. Welcome back to CGTN Sports Talk. I am Li Xiang, and I'm glad to be joined by my colleague Josh here. Great to be back. Yeah, I want to say it's a pity for both sides. I'm、yeah. not a fan of City, but I like the way they played at least last night. Yeah. So. Neither one, you know. Yeah, because I mean, the last time they played the game at Anfield, it was two-two as well.、Mm. But this time around, there was so much on the line、yeah. that you almost expected it to be a blowout one way or another.、Mm-hmm. And instead, both teams played basically to their absolute best abilities. Like it was a fantastic game. You know, the thing it reminded me the most of is a Champions League semi-final because they're always the best games because. The teams know how much is on the line, yeah, and it's always the best teams there. But there's a lot of pressure on a final. So this had the same. And it's only one game, right? And this had the same kind of vibe in the sense of it's one game. It was a decider, but we still know there's like seven games left in the、mm-hmm. season. Not to mention Champions League, not to mention FA Cup. Yeah. So it was two teams just firing all cylinders. Great performance from both sides, but yeah, the fact that we had all this build up. I mean, I guess that's partly the media issue. We had so much build up for this being. The biggest game in the season. It's been on everyone's calendars、mm-hmm. basically since it was announced. And then as Liverpool have cut the gap, it's got more and more tense. Then for it to arrive and for it to basically leave us with no answers because it's still a one-point gap. It was the same score as last time. Both teams excelled the way they always excel.、Yeah. Conceded goals where they always concede goals. Like it basically proved that we have two of the best teams in the world competing right now.、Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things where. I have this feeling that Jurgen Klopp, who would have been the best manager in Germany if it wasn't for Pep at Bayern, if it wasn't for Bayern being bigger than Dortmund,、mm-hmm. has found himself in the same thing here, where he'd be the best manager if it wasn't for Pep, if it wasn't for Pep at Manchester City, who were that much bigger than Liverpool. That's true. Judging by what happened last night, was this because we always say if there's any team that can、mm. play to win,、yeah. Man City, it should be Liverpool.、Yeah. Their style is into their weakness,、mm-hmm. but maybe now we can say the same for Man City because、yeah. the way they pass, the way they control, they move the ball, it's、mm-hmm. always in where the defensive line is the weakest、yeah. on Liverpool,、mm-hmm. and they scored both times first. Yeah. yeah, and the thing is when you. Go back to what we were saying about the Champions League.、Mm-hmm. I feel like with Liverpool, they were playing as they always do, but slightly at a lower tempo. Yeah. Whereas with Manchester City, it's just totally different. They completely change their gameplay. You are right about going for the weakest thing because you look at where the yellow cards came for for Liverpool. It was Van Dijk and Robertson、mm-hmm. who were out on the left because they knew that they could get through there. Whereas you have, you know, Trent Alexander-Arnold, who his mistake is what ended up. Helping Gabriel Jesus、yeah. conceding that goal, so it's one of the things where they knew exactly where to strike at each time. The thing with Gabriel Jesus is really interesting because he hasn't been in the squad for a really long time. That's true. I was reading that the last time he was a starter was January the first of the year.、Mm. Wow. So I don't know、Four、what it is.、Months. Right. So I don't know what it is that Pep saw, but it worked out perfectly for he him、did. because、yeah. that goal that he got, like he just timed his run so fabulously. Yeah, I never thought I would say that Pep would be the best improviser、yeah. of all the managers. Because usually, say,、like, oh yeah, he got his thing, you know, tiki taka passing.、Yeah. When it doesn't work, he panic. He didn't. Yeah, he,、right. the move he make every 
Muhi operas, it's like it works perfectly. Yeah, and that's the thing which I think is really kind of the standout for this game because the like the front three, like Mo Salah was just completely underperforming. Like he mm-hmm. has been performing well for a while. I know he's had commitments with his uh with his country of be AFCOM, be yeah. the qualifiers. But he wasn't there and they're still relying on this concept of the front three when you have like Diogo Jota, you have Sadio Mane, who they they, they were the two that scored the goals exactly, and they were yeah. still doing it. So you get this feeling that Liverpool have a way of playing and they can tinker with it here and there, but it's always the Liverpool way. The core is the same. Yeah, whereas with uh, Manchester City, you feel like there's always options. You feel like, you know, Phil Foden, who's playing out on the left today, Mm -hmm. De Bruyne was in the middle behind Sterling, but you still felt like, well, they can attack from either side. They can come right through the middle. Like, make your choice. Yeah, they can kind of do whatever they want. And they definitely play up to big games like this now. They always used to be an issue with them, and I still think they may be in Europe. Mm-hmm. But there used to be an issue with like with Pep in general. You go up against a big team, and he gets a bit too complex. Yeah. Whereas now, I get the feeling he's more confident. He's playing with a squad that is more more flexible to his methods than than certain other other squads. And that is real. That's really showcased here. Mm-hmm. And yet, at the same time, it was still two-two, same yeah. as it was last time. Same as, it, same as it probably will be the next time they face each other, which will be in six days' time. Which True. Is... I noticed that Man City didn't really have Grealish on mm. the field. And yeah, they didn't have him in the Champions League game. Yeah, they spent over a hundred million. million euros yeah. for him. Does that mean they gave up on him, or they're just so confident? And. Let me just check. Yeah, Jack Grealish was brought on in the 83rd minute. 83rd, So that's yeah. it. It isn't even like, oh, they were saving him like a lot of teams do for like the hour mark, mm-hmm. make their changes. This was a very, very final move. Mm-hmm. Which I think this is probably, this is probably, well, this isn't the issue of City. It's a problem with the league in general where this team has so much money. True. They can have a bench that keeps... Jack Grealish, Riyad Mahrez, Ilkay Gundogan, Fernandinho, wow. Alexander Zinchenko... Like that's a champion squad for another league. Yeah, precisely. And only two of them got changed. They mm-hmm. haven't options of doing five. Yeah. So it shows that even when they have this fantastic squad, there's always someone in the chamber. And bringing like Grealish on that late is is kind of a flex. The mistake I think came from Riyad Mahrez. He was brought on a little bit earlier, seventy fifth minute, which is still mm-hmm. quite quite late on. I think he didn't have enough time to warm up. To the game because I understand why he brought Sterling off because he had that goal which was offside yeah. and the way they were playing and I say they by both teams always sneaking in uh, stealing the goals as they're breaking through the lines mm-hmm. you have to be right on that tempo and I think Pep saw that Reem Sterling he's so used to being this kind of um, interrupter like with Sterling, he scores a lot of goals, but he wastes a lot too. And I get the well, feeling that happy football. Yeah, and I get the feeling like he is used by Pep as in just go forward, attack, 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 and it'll it'll get the defense tired. It'll pull them all like a the pace other. changer. Yeah, mm. right. I think that's a really good way of putting it. And then in the 75th minute, he realized, okay, he fumbled his lines. Mm. Let's bring on Mares. And then Mares had that shot right at the very end, where. Um, Allison came out to save it, and there was so much space. And instead of just slotting it around the side, he tried to be clever and dink it over, and mm-hmm. went right over the goal as well. Which to me is a sign of a player who he hasn't warmed up, he hasn't got the right feel for the ball, he couldn't weight it correctly. And that to me was like the one true mistake either side made yeah. all night. Um, there's yeah, that's a good point. And and I'm saying that 
the, that shows how just tight the margin is with these exactly. with these teams. Yeah. The two will meet again, like you mentioned, in the FA Cup semifinal again. There's a chance, actually, they will meet again in the Champions League. Because very true. Because on that one other side of the draw, yes, yeah. it's just good lead mm-hmm. of the three titles, which matter them to matter the most to them. I mean, usually it's the Champions League. Yeah. But again, this is Liverpool and City. Can I say Premier League? Actually matters the most after you know the semi final of the FA Cup is over. Yeah, I I think that's it because I think it isn't a case of the Premier League. I think it's a case of which side beats the other. Yeah, and because it's one and two, one of them has to win it. Like, for example, if I was to think of it as say Chelsea and Tottenham, or like a, a London rival. Mm-hmm. Well, with those teams, even if it's the end of the season, one's third, one's fourth. The one that's third has the advantage yeah. because they beat their rivals. So I get the feeling that this year, the Premier League is almost more important. Definitely for Jurgen Klopp, because he'll want to prove he can do it more than once, Mm -hmm. prove that the year he did it it wasn't just a fluke, and also want to do it and be able to celebrate in front of the fans, because winning it during the pandemic, there's still a lot of people who treat that season... That's not a regular season. Yeah, they treat that season as like, well, but could you do it normally under real Mm -hmm. conditions? And we're in this ridiculous situation where, you know, what was it that that year they came second to City and it was like they got like ninety seven points, mm-hmm. which is the highest a team has ever had and did not win. <laughs> yeah, so I really think there's a lot of personal stuff, rivalries, competitiveness, hanging on the Premier League title this year between those two teams that isn't there normally, and I think that is going to be the thing now where both teams have. Six or seven games remaining. I, I say that because I know that there's a Wolves game yeah, for Manchester City, which delayed, is yeah. got delayed. And they're still like when they showed the rundown for the games yesterday, it still wasn't back in. Mm-hmm. They're going to fit that in somewhere. And I think now it's really going to come down to who slips up, who makes the mistake. And yeah, I, the thing is, who will? Yeah, because it's so such different teams, but the situations are different as well because you have. You know, the the game which always used to be in this position used to be Liverpool and Manchester United. That was always mm-hmm. like the big tie. Exactly. But that's kind of disappointed for a while. And now this time around, Manchester United just aren't that team anymore. Mm. You know, to me... They won't be for a long time. To yeah, come. right. To me, like, that looks like an easy game now when yeah. it used to be a stumbling block. You have that. You have Tottenham, who, again, slightly lower down, slightly more underperforming. The Merseyside derby is just nothing anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. I know Everton, my side, are fighting for survival, but we're stealing points where we can. Yeah. Liverpool are probably going to steamroller us. Whereas on the other side of things, we have seen City trip themselves up over Even, small yeah, teams. always. And when you're up against, say, Watford, who are fighting for their lives, can't afford to make a mistake, I still think City are going to get points here. Mm-hmm. But they're the games that trip teams up, which makes me think that this run-in, even though on paper Liverpool's is harder, I almost think that it's going to be City who trip themselves up somewhere. Because I think before today or yesterday, City actually used to have a very safe lead. Mm, yeah. They kept making mistakes. That's why now they're that's so it. close. Right, right that's it. That's, that's a really good point. It isn't a case of, yes, Liverpool winning and they close the gap, but the gap wouldn't have closed if City weren't making if these you mistakes. Do, if you continue to do your job. Yeah, and you know the teams they were dropping points to weren't outclassing them. 
it was very much a case of City were beating themselves. City were forcing themselves into a draw. And it's that which makes me wonder what happens next with them. Yeah. And, and also, just a quick mention of what comes next. With the Champions League, mm-hmm. um, City are in a position where they're 1-0. They have an advantage. But they're Atletico, going to the Metropolitano. Yeah. It's Atletico. We know how they like to ruin teams. Especially the hot teams. Yeah, exactly. They're going to really relish coming into this. And the fact that they conceded one goal after not even trying to score at the Etihad shows to me that Simeone has drilled that team to just be the villain, just mm-hmm. be the dagger in the back of someone like Pep Guardiola. Whereas on the other side of things, Liverpool have a pretty comfortable Three lead. 3-1 on the road. 3-1 to one on the road. Showed that even if they went play at like half strength, Benfica have nothing for them. No. So I think that that's going to play a factor as well. Mm-hmm. Um but but then again, because the, again, there's so many interesting storylines here. Yeah. Let's say, um, whatever team, let, let's say City lose, they get knocked out. Yeah. Okay. Well, then they don't have to care about the semi-finals. So they can focus, more focus on the Premier on League. The Premier League. We're saying that there's this um, FA Cup semi-final coming up. Well, again, the team that gets knocked out, that's one less final yeah. to play. That's one less trophy to compete for. There's so much that can still happen. Like, this is one of those things where, you know. I've said it before, I'll say it again. We can talk about the issues with, you know, who's financing who and do we support this team or that team? But the fact that there's so much drama, so much life in this Mm -hmm. league right now, even with teams as imbalanced as Manchester City, even with it basically being a two-horse race with Chelsea having nothing, with Tottenham and Arsenal and those teams dropping back, this is why we love football, why we love the Premier League, the Champions League, because there's just so much happening right now. Mm-hmm. I know it's still too early and mm. maybe unlikely to happen, but is it possible for us to see a English club, you know, win all three titles? I would not be surprised. Because both have the chance. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Both have the chance. And, and I both would... are the actually better than the others. That, that's it, because you, you compare who they're up against in Europe, mm-hmm. compare the up against domestically. I really do think that this is one of those years where I could really see it being whoever goes through, whoever wins the semi-final, mm-hmm. ends up with a treble, a quadruple, because the teams, they aren't just so good, they're just firing on all cylinders, Yeah, that the thing that will stop them will be themselves. It will be, you know, if they push themselves too hard, as mm-hmm. Pep overthought things, has Jürgen Klopp been so committed to his idea of this Gagan press front three that he can't bend at the right times. So I think it's all going to come down to what team makes the least mistakes will be That's the one true. who wins. Yeah. I want to say Liverpool are the perfect example of today's industrialized football. Mm-hmm. What about Man City? Um, are they playing like a fancy football? No other club because they're not reaching up. They mm-hmm. don't have a manager like Pat. But can their system or style be copied? by other clubs. I feel like the only other teams that could are the ones who are in their upper echelon in terms of money. Mm. So I really think the only team that could really, actually when I think about it, give it a couple of years and Newcastle might be in this position because they could probably afford a bench this If their founders love football enough. But even think about Chelsea because Chelsea should be in this position. Yeah. But one mistake and it's Mm. like, okay, we are playing and we're playing our fantastically fluid football and we get up front. Timo Werner's not not doing it. So who can we get him out with? Romelu Lukaku. It's mm. just not the same. You no. know, 
that's the thing which we were saying before. If you can swap someone out and bring in Riyad Mahrez, bring in Jack Grealish, well, that means you are you aren't just flowing, but you know what bits and pieces. Basically, basically, you are like a Ferrari, and you can replace it with the other Ferrari parts. Whereas someone like Chelsea is a Ferrari and nothing in the garage, and yeah, that is yeah. the thing which, when you play as good as you do in that position, which means you stay in cups. You always compete. You have to be at the highest level. Mm-hmm. You can't keep it going this many games until it's just late so the season. It's so hard to keep fighting all three battles at yeah, the same time. Right, and we see we see this time and time again with Real Madrid. With exactly, they win all these Champions Leagues under Zidane. Well, just lagging behind in La Liga. Precisely. So it really is a case of you need the money, and then I'm saying this: PSG have the money and they blow it every time. So. You need to have the money, but know where to spend it. Mm-hmm. You ha- you need a great manager and an owner who knows to back off. Yeah, yeah. Right. Let the professionals do it. I'm glad that we will have at least one puzzle solved out、mm. in two weeks. Yeah, give or take. Yeah. yeah. Until then, let's just hope that. Because I'm not speaking as a fan of either side,、mm-hmm. but until then, this is one of those very rare moments when、mm-hmm. we can. We're waiting for to see something. Glorious、yeah. happen, and until then, let's just wait and to see what will happen. Like which team will take the lead? Yeah, exactly. And I、yeah. and I can't wait to find out because, like I say, I'm not a fan of either team, but they've put themselves in this position where so much is on the line. That's just so much drama,、mm. so much good football lined、yeah. up that. Yeah, I can't wait to see him. That's true, and so much for today. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, we'll be hearing from you guys very soon next week. See speak, ya. Speak to you then.